We all know that I love making and recording my own podcast. Loudmouth is my heart and soul. But what's even more fun is that it's easy to do. And guess what? (laughs) You can do one too. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Because it's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute the podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and anywhere else you can listen to podcasts. You can make money from it with no minimum listenership. It's literally everything you need to make a podcast right there in one place for free. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Hello, friends, and welcome back to Loudmouth Podcast. I hope you all are having a great Wednesday. Honestly, my day hasn't been the best. Um, It's just been gloomy outside for a couple days now, and I'm just feeling so unmotivated and uninspired and just all the unwords that I could think of. And it really sucks. I feel like I'm in a rut right now, and I'm not. I wish wish it would stop but hopefully soon the sun will come out and I'll start to feel a little bit better about life and I just like haven't even had the motivation to you know work out and not even like work out work out just like go on a walk or do silly you know little things just jump rope for a little bit whatever it is like I just haven't even had the motivation all I want to do is just lay in bed and watch TikToks So I need to figure out, if you have any advice on getting out of ruts, which I know once the sun comes out, I'll feel so much better, but just for now, if you have any advice on how to get out of ruts, I would purely love to hear it. So I hope that you guys are doing a little bit better than I am. I hope where you are, it's a little bit sunny, or even if it's not, you're still feeling motivated. But also know that if you aren't feeling motivated, if you're feeling a little down, you are not alone. And... Yeah, you're not alone, and I'm right here with you, so we'll get out of this together somehow. And actually, today's podcast is kind of like, or today's episode is a really good, a really good way to do that. Um, Today, we're going to talk about loving ourselves, which I feel like is mostly what my episodes are about, but this one's a little more specific. I recently saw a TikTok that made me take a step back and kind of reevaluate how I was living my life and things like that. In this TikTok, she said that the way that we self-sabotage is the opposite of our love language. This also made me think about a tweet that I'd seen uh, probably like a year or so ago saying to love yourself in your love language. Both these ideas are so important and something that I want to focus more on in my daily life. But to get to these results and to talk about these things that I want to talk about, let's first talk about love language. to be loved and how you love others there was a big advance on knowing your love language back in about 2017 I'm pretty sure 
And I remember everyone taking the five love languages quiz. We even took it for some Panhellenic event that I did, like some retreat on leadership. We took their love languages course because obviously love languages can mean a lot more than just, you know, significant other. It can mean friendship. It can mean loving yourself, things like that. But I remember it was a big craze talking about your love languages, knowing your love language. It was talked about how we need to start loving our partners in their love language and not necessarily in our love language, which is definitely true because we are all different in the way that we want to be loved and the way we love. But we also need to focus on loving ourselves in our love language. Because really, how can we expect someone to love us the way that we want to be loved if we aren't doing it for ourselves? We ourselves set the tone for these love languages. We set the tone for the way that we want to be loved and the way that we want to be viewed in friendships and relationships and everything like that. So why are we not taking out that time to love ourselves the way that we want to be loved? So let's dive into the different love languages because there are five different ones and let's kind of talk about what they are and what with partners that looks like and with yourself that looks like. So the first one is words of affirmation. These people value verbal acknowledgments of affection. Anything from compliments, words of appreciation, verbal encouragement, and digital communication like texting or calling or FaceTiming, anything like that. These verbal expressions make them feel understood and loved. So with partners, it could be saying, I love you and thank you more, or I really appreciate you, or you look so gorgeous in that outfit, or you're so smart, things like that. And with yourself, it's affirmations. It's saying, I am worthy, I am beautiful, I'm smart, I'm capable, I'm deserving, things like that. So words of affirmation, kind of, a no-brainer, easy enough. The next one is quality time, which is my love language. And also both of my roommates. Alicia's is actually words of affirmation, but both of my roommates and I are quality time, which I think is very funny because we lived together during quarantine. So thank God for that. Um, but quality time is how I show others love and how I want to be loved. So this is by spending time with my partner or friends unbothered and uninterrupted. So it's not just hanging out with them, you know, it's active listening, it's eye contact, full presence and anything like that is even more prioritized within quality time. You know, it's not just going out and getting drunk every night because, you know, that's spending time with someone, but that's not really getting to know someone. And that's really what the quality time is about, getting to know someone and being able to sit there and hold a conversation. It's about undivided attention to the partner and sharing deep, meaningful conversations or sharing an activity that they love, like going out on walks if your partner really likes to walk, or jump roping, or cooking, or anything like that. It is so nice because, like I said, Morgan, my roommate, um, her love language is also quality time. So our love for each other is really showcased in our nightly combos about the world and our feelings and just actively listening to one another and getting to know more about each other even though we spend a lot of time together so with this loving myself means spending quality time with me and I actually have an example the other day I went out on a little date enjoyed a little picnic by myself and spent some quality time with me and then with 
lovers or friends or whoever it may be, just making sure you set time out of your day to, you know, sit down and talk to them or make date plans or just making sure that you are spending one-on-one undivided attention time with your significant other. The third one is acts of service. This love language values when partners go out of their way to make your life easier. It can be small things like making the pot of coffee or bigger things like going to get the car washed or going to get gas in the car or even buying a car for someone or I guess getting the car for someone. This one takes actions, speak louder than words to a whole new level. Doing small chores for people whose love language is acts of service, service, take something off their list and it's how you let them know that you love them. With yourself, hiring help or delegating others to help you, getting a Roomba, just taking some things off your plate to make your life a little bit easier and allowing yourself to spend time with yourself and loving yourself through that love language. The fourth one is gifts. So kind of basic, but not basic, but you understand what I'm saying when I say gifts. It's you feel loved when people give you visual symbols of love. It's not about the spending of the money or how much it was, but more about the symbolic idea of the gift. These people value the gift-giving process. Careful reflection, deliberate choosing of the object to represent the relationship, and emotional benefits from receiving the present itself. For partners, giving them something that reflects them and their values, not yours. And if this is your love language for yourself, getting yourself that iced coffee, buying that cute outfit, and rewarding yourself for whatever you may have done earlier in the day. And then the final love language is physical touch. I feel so sorry for these people during the pandemic, but physical signs of affection like kissing, holding hands, hugging is a powerful emotional connector for them. They value the feeling of warmth and comfort that you get from that physical touch. So with lovers, making intimacy a priority for them, and it doesn't even have to mean, you know, sex per se, but just making sure that you're holding their hand in public or, you know, you're cuddling on the couch or whatever it may be, just making sure that they feel that sense of warmth and connection. And with yourself, the same deal, you know, masturbation feeling yourself physically, or it could be doing skincare, working out, whatever, taking care of your physical body can go into physical touch as well. So now that we got that all that out of the way, all the cute stuff about love, let's kind of look back at the TikTok that I was talking about earlier. And the girl's at is Sheridan's. Um, it's, I'll link it down below, but it's S-H-A-R-I-D-Y-O-N-N-E-S. And this was her TikTok, and she talks about the self-destructive habits that we have being the exact opposite of our love languages. And then someone in the comments, which I absolutely love, and that's what we're going to call it, um, her name is Morgan Nitzalot, says that they call it a loathe language, which is perfect. So basically what a loathe language is, is when we need the most love and we need to do what we love the most, we reverse love ourselves by doing the opposite of what we're craving. So you're in not 
a not so great place mentally. And instead of giving yourself, like me, instead of giving myself quality time, I self-sabotage, I self-destruct by giving myself exactly the opposite of what I need. She goes on to give an example of her love language being words of affirmation and says the main way she self-destructs is through negative self-talk. Then she says that maybe if your love language is quality time, like me, then you may self-destruct by self-isolating. Now, when I first watched this video, everything made so much sense. It literally clicked in my head, and I was like, this girl is a fucking genius. And although everything she said does make sense, I personally don't self-isolate. I actually hate self-isolating, especially when I'm self-destructing. I realize that I do the exact opposite of self-isolate, though. Instead of leaving myself alone and pushing away people and not spending quality time with anyone that I love, I overwhelm my schedule. I work a bunch, I make a bunch of plans, and don't give myself time to really think about my emotions or spend solid quality time with those around me. This thought and this theory, kind of, what she was saying, the low language, makes so much sense. I was reading through some of the comments and saw other people's love languages and their examples of how they self-isolate or how they self-destruct. And it was just crazy. So I'm going to give the rest of the examples because obviously, you know, for quality time, you have either kind of over-expending yourself so that you don't allow quality time to happen between you and your loved one or between you and yourself or you give yourself not I wouldn't even call it quality time you give yourself time because you isolate yourself but not enough time to go hang out with the people that you love or not enough time to really sit not enough quality time to really sit with yourself and your emotions and then like she said words of affirmation you know maybe you self-destruct by talking down to yourself all the time like whenever you're feeling really down you just keep pushing yourself down and down and down or you just entrance your world with negative talk so gossiping or you know drama or anything like that when you're feeling down you engulf yourself in that world like reality tv shows or whatever not saying that those aren't fun but maybe when you self or maybe when you're being self-destructive and your love language is words of affirmation, you fill yourself with negative words. You fill the world around you with those negative terms. So then, like, gifts, someone in the comments, because I was like, how with gifts, how can we make a love language out of that, you know? And one person said that their love language is gifts, and whenever they're self-destructing, they give in to their online shopping habits. So they overspend on their self and they overindulge in that gift-giving aspect. But they don't really do the quality gift that is really why gift is a love language. You know, they don't go through the process of deliberation and kind of realizing that they deserved it and they earned it and showing love through it. It's more like, well, you know what? Things are already shit, so let me just spend a bunch of money on this stuff that I don't really want or I don't really need. Or it's not giving yourself the rewards that you may, may deserve. It's neglecting yourself in that aspect. It's not going to get that little iced coffee that will make you feel better. It's being like, no, you don't deserve this. 
So then with physical touch, it could be not taking care of your physical well-being. So not doing your skincare, not going to, you know, not being active, just laying in bed all day, whatever it may be, but not taking care of your physical well-being. Or someone said that it could also manifest in physical pain. So having headaches and stomach pain and things like that when you're self-destructing, making it more stressful and not and like physically being harming to your body. There was another girl and this was just one thing that she said. So I don't want to, you know, say that this this is totally right. But she said that her, her love language is physical touch and she has an eating disorder. And she's like, you know, eating disorders are when you're. I don't want to say self-loathing, but, you know, you're self-destructing. You're being mean to yourself. So that's being mean to yourself in a physical way when your love language is physical touch or something physical. And then somebody else also said that in this physical touch realm, your love language could be isolating and pushing people away. So not even allowing anyone to get close enough to physically touch you. For acts of service, um, that one's kind of not easy, but the low language is kind of easy to see of not taking care of yourself and the environment around you. So, you know, instead of cleaning the house or doing the dishes, it's just letting everything get a mess and self-destructing in that way. You know, not picking up in your room, not even brushing your teeth or taking a shower, doing those little things that make you feel better. It's literally loathing yourself and it's loathing where you're at. And it's so funny because it's those moments those moments of self-load, those self-destruction, when we're feeling our emotions so hardcore, when we're not doing great, when we give ourselves the hardest time. And it's just, why do we do that to ourselves? And I think this even goes back to what I was saying at the beginning of the episode, like, I'm in a rut right now. And I've been kind of hard on myself for it. I'm like, why am I not motivated? You know, I should be doing this, I should be doing this. And it's like, why am I not giving myself the love that I so crave right now and that I so need. So why am I self-loathing? Why am I doing my load language? Why am I overfilling my schedule and not giving myself time to spend quality time with myself? So if we see ourselves starting to show our load language, let's stop and see what's going on and then give us our own love language. Let's love ourselves in our own love language. And let's date ourselves. You know, we think about doing this for our partners and for the people that we love in our life. If we're figuring out what their love language is and, you know, catering to it and showing them love in that way. But why aren't we doing it to ourselves more? You know? Why am I not spending quality time with myself? Which is actually on Monday of this week. Monday, I had the whole day off, which is something I pretty much never get. I usually work at one of my jobs. And so I decided that after watching this TikTok, literally, I decided that, you know, I always over busy busy myself. I don't give myself enough time to spend time with myself. And I just, and I've made an episode about it, you know, I just go, go, go so that I don't allow myself to feel my emotions. So on Monday... I was like, you know what, I'm going to do some chores around the house, I'm going to clean up a little bit, and then I'm going to get myself ready, dress all cute, make a TikTok, and go have a picnic with myself, spend quality time with myself. So that's what I did. I got cute, dressed adorable, 
went to this little park in my neighborhood and laid out a blanket and just ate my lunch, read, I meditated a little bit, listened to Lana, and I just spent time with myself. I also journaled so that it was a little more quality time, kind of like active listening, but journaling. And it felt so good. And I'm just kind of made it my mission now that once a week I'm going to set aside a little date for myself, a little quality time for just me and me only. And I highly recommend that whatever your love language is, you set aside some time to do it with yourself, that you sit there and you love yourself just like you would want to be loved by your friend, by your family, or by your partner. So we're really loving ourselves, okay? We're loving ourselves and we're doing it in the way that we deserve. And when we start to get that load language, when it starts to come out, we're going to combat it by showing ourselves what we need. So mine, whenever I start to overschedule myself, whatever it is, you know, I put something away. I cancel a plan or anything like that. And I go on a date with myself and I spend time with myself and with my emotions. So I'm going to put that TikTok down in the description so that you guys can watch it and follow her on there because she really is so cool. And that TikTok kind of I don't want to say changed my life, but it definitely changed my month and my week and my mindset. So I hope that this episode kind of did the same for you. And tell me what your love language is. I did a poll about it yesterday, and I loved reading everyone's love languages. I feel like a lot of people's love languages, at least my friends, are quality time, which makes it easy for me to show them their love language because it's mine as well. But I want you to tell me after this episode if you think that they're that your load language is something directly opposite of your love language. And it's something I didn't mention. I want you to tell me, I want you to promise me and promise yourself that you're going to love yourself this week. Okay? Because you are a master creator and you are co-inspiring with the universe to give yourself what you need. And you have to be your biggest advocate. You have to be your own biggest advocate. So, I love you guys and love yourselves. Look at yourself in the mirror this week, even if your love language isn't words of affirmation, and remind yourself how beautiful and how deserving you are of the love that you give everyone else. Okay? So make sure you follow me on Instagram at loudmouthpod. Tell me your love language. I want to know. Tell me how you love yourself in that love language. Tell me how you're going to love yourself in that love language. Follow me, loudmouthpod. Follow me on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, wherever you're listening to me. Give me a review, five stars preferably. Um, Leave me a comment, and I will talk to you all next week. Bye.